0: What's up ninjas and ninjas. My name is Tim. I'm head ninja at exposure ninja and welcome to another episode of the exposure ninja digital marketing podcast. This show is all about helping you to generate more leads and sales from your website. Ah, but in this episode, we're talking about how to generate more leads, well, more sales from Amazon. And I'm joined by an absolute Amazon beast Prabhat Shah. He takes us behind the scenes of how to rank organically on Amazon, how to get the most out of Amazon's ad platform, and reveal some of the ridiculously sneaky and hyper aggressive strategies that Amazon is using to dominate its space and even dominate some of the people who are selling on Amazon. I love Amazon for their absolute brutal aggression and merciless approach. They are truly the uh, the Genghis Khan of e commerce. Anyway, I really hope you enjoy this episode. And don't forget, if you want some help with your digital marketing, if you want to generate more leads and sales through your website, then you can get some free help from my agency Exposure Ninja at ExposureNinja.com. If you click the big green button on the homepage, you'll go to a free website and marketing review, where we'll analyze how your website's performing, how you're getting traffic to it, what your competitors are doing, we will give you some priority actions that you can start implementing to increase your leads and sales so exposioninjet.com for that. I also want to put a quick shout out we haven't had any reviews on the podcast for ages but our listener numbers are going up so come on guys help me out. If you enjoy the show and you want us to make more episodes then please go to iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify I don't know if you can review on Spotify you probably can or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a review to let us know how we're doing. Much appreciated. We'll continue to make episodes otherwise, but it would just be really nice to get a load more reviews, as long as they're nice, of course. Anyway, without further ado, enjoy the show with Pravat Shah. (music) Prabhat,
1: welcome to the show. Hi, nice to be here.
0: So as you know, in this show, we go behind the scenes of a particular digital marketing strategy or channel. Um, and you're well known for your ability and your expertise with Amazon, um, both organic and PPC. Perhaps you could give us a bit of background into how you got into um, Amazon and uh, and what you do day to day.
1: Brilliant. So uh, my name is Prabhat Shah. And um, I got into Amazon 10 years ago when I started working for a company and um, listing their product and establishing their brand. Um, Then uh, five years forward, I left the company and started doing freelance work, and here I am now. So uh, my experience with Amazon is right from the ground level, so um, with product listing optimizations and now advertising, which is taking a lot more importance than, I would say, 10 years ago. So. Fantastic. So
0: we're going to dig in today about how particularly, well, obviously, e-commerce businesses can increase sales through Amazon through both organic and paid listings. So I guess just like Google, where you've got organic SEO results, you can improve the optimization of your Amazon product listings to help them show up more in the searches. And then you can also run the Amazon ads as well. So just starting with the organic side to begin with. Sure. Maybe we could get a big picture overview. W- what does Amazon look for in a product listing in order to rank it prominently?
1: Right, there are a couple of very important factors. And one of them to start with would be a content. So if we are to put, optimize any content, we want to make sure that uh, keywords reach based on uh, what are searching. And there are various Amazon tools to support you on that, including um, Sona tools and uh, Google Keywords Planner. A lot of people use um, other third-party tools like Helium 10. So there's quite a lot of tools out there to help you and support you to find out what keywords people are looking on Amazon. Secondly, I would say um, fulfillment channel. Now, these are not in a list of importance. These are all uh, important factors, and they work collectively. Um, second one, I would say, um, fulfillment channel. So uh, if we are using Amazon FBA, for instance, then we know where a customer is going to get delivered tomorrow. So which means uh, we there is a propensity of sales is quite high. And that leads to um, us towards uh, getting higher conversion on, on the listings. So it's not FBA is a ranking factor, but because of FBA, there is a higher amount of sales. And uh, that sales or conversion is directly related with ranking of the product. So um, thirdly, uh, reviews. So um, any product having good reviews are going to rank higher. And they have ranked higher, and we have seen that uh, time and time and again on all the products um so uh, a retailer when they launch a product, then uh, they do try and get as much reviews as as possible um a reviews has got lots of stories behind it. you may have seen uh, fake reviews you may have seen uh, you know here and there so um. Uh, Part of the reason uh, people start getting reviews, even fake one is they know with reviews there is a better ranking of the product so um, so these are the key things I would say to start with uh, to, that will help ranking uh, on the product so that's the keywords conversion, product reviews and fulfillment channel.
0: awesome so let's dig into those in a bit more detail so it sounds like from what you said there's kind of two or so you've got the optimization of the listing, but you've also got the conversion rate of that product page as well. And obviously Amazon's going to want to show products that people actually buy, right? So I Oops. guess we've got to keep two eyes here. We've got to optimize the page, but without damaging the conversion rate of that page, right?
1: Exactly, exactly. It's like your your house can be um, really good, but it's not being found. and It's not being... Uh, sold in the markets it's nobody is exactly the same very basic principle of it really
0: got it so I want to ask about product descriptions then um with organic search with with google we tend to notice that it's fairly long pages that rank with lots of content because that allows you to have lots of different variations of keywords is the same true on amazon are we going for long product
1: descriptions here right so I would say a it's not long, relevant. So Amazon allows us 2,000 character spaces for descriptions. Um, it's got a certain um, character space for titles. I'm saying certain because it it is different by uh, different products, like a, a health and beauty may have 80 characters length limit, but uh, maybe sports will have 500 characters limit. And same thing with a key feature. So rather than going a long one, As long as we create the content that's relevant, giving enough description about the product, um, that would be ideal at this stage.
0: Okay, and we see some product descriptions that would have images embedded, which obviously increases the length, but also kind of makes it a bit more compelling and tells a bit more of a story. So is there any advantage to doing that?
1: Yeah, of course. So now this is a what what the, we call it a plus space for uh, accounts which is vendor central account, and we call it enhanced brand content for seller central accounts. So um, what we have seen, and also based on what Amazon suggests uh, on the research side, that having enhanced encryption with multiple images story converts better. Um, so uh, at this stage. I've not seen anyone within Amazon's documents saying any keywords or any text within those descriptions get indexed uh, but they definitely helps in conversion of the of the product um and it's responsive, yeah on mobile devices um and uh, people may say we don't see the description on the desktop or laptop anyway because it's in it's not on the upper fold of your listing but if you look at any Amazon listings on your mobile device, in fact your uh, your description will appear below the title or above the key features so it's all the way around so um, its still it's and as you know people, the percentage of people uh, shopping on Amazon, mobile device would be to 60%, something like around that figure. So it's still it's, it's it's significant. So anybody who's got brand registry or A plus pays everybody, it's best to do it.
0: Okay, okay, cool. Right. So that's the the length and the quality. You mentioned also the keywords used. And I was interested to hear that things like the Google keyword planner, Um, would be a a possible tool there. So I guess people are searching for similar sorts of phrases, whether they're on Google or Amazon. Um, With Google, the name of the game is to get variations of those keywords in your product descriptions as well. Similar thing on Amazon?
1: Yeah, exactly. So um, the priority is for us to use uh, Amazon tools, like, for example, Sonar, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a free tool to use, but also Google Keywords uh, uh, Planner will give you add-on opportunity for you to write the content, which which you are optimizing for Google itself. Um, And also, like you mentioned about variations, it gives us additional variations of the keywords. So should we uh, think that's relevant, we can include that as a part of what we call uh, hidden search terms or keyword stamp. Now, that's not seen by a customer, um, but that can be uh, indexed. And, right. uh, and at one time, Amazon was allowing 5,000 characters limits there. Wow. I, yeah. So, uh, and I believe it was abused. And now they they have two, 250 bytes, right. um, which is equivalent to 250 character space in English. But in non-English channel, um, that 250 bytes decreases because we've got uh, we've got accents in German or French, um, so we've got a bit more limitations. But that's a opportunity for us to include any keywords that we think is relevant, but we cannot make it a part of a title or key features or uh, description as such. Um, one thing very important, I'd like to touch there. Um, a lot of people do ask, sell, uh, can we include competitive brand name on it? Mm. Um, like is similar in the Google's rules. So we, um, I believe you are not allowed to put competitive brand name on any of the content if that's not your, that particular brand. Same thing applies here. Um, even if it can't be seen um, or when you look at the listing, it's still uh, Amazon's policy not to put competitive brand name on it um if you do and if we do do it and if we given that we get found out uh, the result would be infringement which may be uh, which may result suspension of the account or uh, uh, suspension of that particular listings
0: wow, that is um that is aggressive. I know a few Amazon sellers, and they kind of live in constant fear of their accounts being suspended. It seems like Amazon can be quite heavy-handed with the uh, with these things. Is that is that your experience as well, or are they being over concerned?
1: No, I, I absolutely, you know, I, I, I completely relate to this. Um, uh, I see quite a few uh, suspension cases over the months, and um, uh, some of them are uh, understandable because. We may have made operational mistake in the business, like not fulfilling things on time or any other things, but some of them are very vague and we don't know what's the reason behind it. So, uh, but like, so at least we know we shouldn't be doing, and we shouldn't be doing this uh, policy violations. If we know it is best not to, because in the long run, it's not going to do any good to the account.
0: Absolutely. Um, so I want I want to ask you about reviews. Obviously, you mentioned there the kind of uh, fake review issue, which seems to always be bubbling under the surface with Amazon. What's Amazon looking for? Is it looking for a high volume of positive reviews? Is it looking for a high average review? Like, what are the what are the signals that really help Amazon to understand that this is the best product to show?
1: Yeah. So there is. Um... So Amazon is looking for a, a good number. Now, there isn't a set number that's in the, within the rule book, but what we have found in a couple of products we experimented, when we started hit, hitting 15 and above number of reviews, we started seeing sales accelerate. Hmm. Um, and now, this is our example. That doesn't mean that it's a global, um, but that's what we have seen. And it's always good to have all five stars if you can, but uh, if you start getting one or two stars and if uh, any consumer clicks on most helpful likes or very helpful on one star review, and if there is a high number of those there in one star, your one star review will stay on the top of all the rest of the five stars. So it's not in a chronological order yeah um, and when this has happened uh, we have seen conversion going down as well so um yeah so it's good to always good to have a high number of stars but if you given that if you've got one or two stars uh in proportion if you got more of five stars then that doesn't really uh, play a bad role so to say on on conversion and ranking
0: got it got it okay cool so I suppose, even if Amazon wasn't looking at reviews as a ranking factor, the impact on conversion rate would mean that they're, they're going to be an indirect ranking factor anyway, and probably exactly. uh, have, a, have, an input on, have an impact on click through rate from um, search results as well, I suppose.
1: Absolutely, uh, absolutely. So uh, w- when we do get it, I'm, I'm, you know, don't get me wrong, we, we do get one star reviews, you know, you can't help it because some of the product could be an experience. Mm. of the product, and you may have a bad experience, I may have a good experience, and it, it, it's difficult. But we, if we if we do, do get it, the best thing to do is try and reach out to this customer, try and resolve the problem. And a lot of times when we talk to these customers who has let one-star review, and given that we resolve a problem, they may be able to change it because we can't change it, and Amazon will not change it unless there is a... Uh, reason for it, like a bad language, foul language used, or if there is non genuine cases, but as a customer, they can always change that review. So it's good to reach out to them first. We with that. We have, um, we've
0: got some books on Amazon, and and they've been kind of bestsellers uh, for, for for years without any promotion. And the reason that they've done that is because they've been ranked on bestseller lists. Now, obviously, our experience of Amazon at Exposure injuries is fairly limited to books, is bestseller lists and hitting bestseller lists in particular product categories. How important is that for product discovery? Or is it really just about organic search visibility?
1: Right? So um, again, it, it relates to conversion. So you wouldn't reach the best sellers list if you don't have a high number of conversion. Hmm. And a, the, the best sellers list doesn't always stay there forever. You know, there is a time when there is somebody else selling better, they will take over yours. So um, I would relate that with a conversion, and when there is a higher n- amount of conversion, then your product will ultimately rank better. Right. Which is why. When somebody writes a book, uh, generally, a lot of people reach out to their friends, families, whoever they know, or the email list to reach out, see, this is the book I published. Um, do you mind going there and having a quick buy or something? You know, and and let us, you know, That's very normal practice people do, and that works. And uh, some people also do a penny sale. Mm-hmm. Um, And this is all relates to a conversion. And also it relates to getting the reviews. Um, So um, when we talk about all the angles, all of them relates to the conversion.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Got it. So sell as much as you possibly can. Yeah. (laughs) However you can. So let's transition to talking about Amazon ads. So, I mean, to a lot of people, the idea of paying Amazon to sell more of your product so that you can pay Amazon more seems like this kind of backwards mafia racket, right? Why is Amazon ads a good idea for people selling products on Amazon? And how can they actually make money if they're already giving a cut of the product sales to Amazon?
1: Yeah, the, the, if you look back 10 years, um, we, we, we didn't know there was advertising. Um, If I try and go back, um, I can't remember seeing any. I don't think it existed. No. What we did uh, was listed our product, and then uh, our sales started, you know, rising day after day. So the reason we see that is there wasn't many people selling on Amazon. Not many people knew you could sell uh, dog soap on Amazon. Not many people knew you could buy toothpaste on Amazon. now. Uh, going 10 years, you buy a table or a chair or anything, you name it, you start it. So, which which leads to say, what I'm trying to say is there is tough competition out there. So, uh, and as you know, uh, like in Google, Amazon's top position is now taken over by sponsor ads. So, uh, if you are not there, um, then it's very difficult to get that organic sales which may mean that you may have to buy six months' time to start getting some organic sales and organic ranking. So with advertising, what we are seeing, we are buying that time. We are wow. buying that time. Um, we don't have to wait for organic ranking. We start listing, we and then we start advertising. We start getting uh, clicks and impressions straight on. Um, then we've got more chances of selling that product. And again, as you know, when there is conversion, organic ranking automatically builds up.
0: So, so are you using Amazon Ads primarily as a kind of accelerator? That it's like a tool that you'd use in the short term, rather than a long-term play where you just leave a product constantly being advertised.
1: Um, I wouldn't like to say so because yes, I we will use Amazon Ads to start to give a kickstart on the sales. But what we have seen is there is continuous spend on the advert. Um, and um, the accounts I've worked with, you know, they've been doing for a longer period of time. And if we don't do it, somebody else will take that space. Right. So it's a continuous battle. But uh, what you do tend to see is when you start an ad, you may see a higher cost of conversion. In Amazon's language, they call it ACOS, advertising cost of sale. Mm-hmm. And then we start continuously optimizing it based on our cost of sales. Um, You've rightly mentioned that Amazon um, already taking some commission, and we are paying extra funds for this advertising. Um, What would be best to do is uh, when you actually think about selling on Amazon or if you're already selling, it's best to think about what sort of uh, profit margin I have after all the costs involved, that's product manufacturing or uh, shipping cost. And when we have a figure of a a profit margin, uh, we will take uh, advertising cost from that. I know it's a very simple concept and you may be thinking why I'm talking, but it's good to have that simple concept to say, if you've got 40% margin, if your advertising is taking 20% off, you've got 20% left, is that something you can live with? But if we consider that right from the start, then there is no surprises.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what sort of products work best? Because if we're giving away a chunk of the profit margin, I'm assuming we don't want to necessarily spend money advertising, low cost, low margin product, this might be something that suits products that we're maybe manufacturing ourselves. So we've got a bit more spread between uh, price and, and, and
1: cost. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if we are uh, reselling a product, and if it is, for example, retailing a 10 pound, by the time you give away fifteen percent commission, by the time you cover postage and packaging, so you may have four or five pound left. Mm. And if you start giving ten percent margin away to advertising, you've got very minimal amount of um, profit to play with. So any product with a low retail price, will only work with advertising if we put low advertising target, as in cost of sale. Right. Um, otherwise, it doesn't worth advertising that product. Or it may be best that you list that product in multiple quantities, as in pack of twos or threes, so you're increasing the basket value of the product. Got it. Uh, and then you've got better uh, amount of profit to play with. Um, some people use, a, rather than calculating a product, some a lot of people use palette value of the product. So uh, they focus on the volumes of 500 or 1,000 units, and in that case, that's perfectly fine. So you are you are um, looking at a, a a bigger picture than unit. Hmm. Okay. So in that case, um, it, it's perfectly fine.
0: And and what sort of metrics are you are you playing with it? You mentioned the uh A cost, the advertising cost of sale. Are you looking at CPCs? Like what what's the Amazon platform giving you to, to work with to optimize your campaigns and work out what is profitable and what's not?
1: Okay, so um Amazon allows us to see um customer search terms. It allows us to see uh, what those search terms uh Clicks related um, resulted as you click through rate. It allows us to see impressions um, and it allows us to say, uh, see the advertising cost of sale. So when you work to optimize the listings, uh, sorry, optimize the advertising, uh, we need to look at whether there is conversion or not on that particular um, keywords. If there is a conversion, what sort of cost? If it is above and beyond your target, then we either pause those keywords or reduce the bid. Hmm. Then if there are any keywords that is performing well, strongly, then it's suggested that you, you may be better off putting slightly bid up because you want to be prominent when people search for that particular keyword because you know that's converting better. Other things like, for example, cost per click or click through rate, yes, it's good to look at them, but they are the earlier stages of measurement. At the end of the day, if we don't convert, then um, the whole purpose of the advertising uh, uh, yeah. is not cheap. Yeah. So I, I think CPC and click through rate. So, for example, if you haven't got impressions on your ads, then that tells you something's not relevant there. Whether it's keyword or the price or something like that, so those are the early stages. Hmm. But the final stages will be our um, uh, keywords that's converting at the right amount of e-commerce.
0: Uh, I've got a question about um, Amazon ads and the relationship with organic visibility. You mentioned earlier that when you're running ads, you'll often get higher conversions on the product. So that will help organic visibility. Is there a danger that when you're running ads, if they're not sufficiently targeted, you have a low conversion rate through the ad and that could actually negatively impact your organic visibility?
1: Right. So um, I've not got any stat to back that, to be perfectly honest. Um, I've not read any um, Amazon articles on that. But what I've seen um, is if Uh, we are running an advert uh, in automated mode. So, uh, sorry, I'm going a little bit long-winded, but I'll get to it.
0: No, that's fine.
1: um, If we are running an advert in automated mode, which is uh, like Google Shopping, you are not targeting any particular keywords uh, on the campaign, but your content becomes a part of the keyword. So in those cases, uh, what we are allowing is we're allowing Amazon to display our product based on the keywords that's on the content, whether it's on the title, the key features, the descriptions, or the search terms. And in that case, what you may find that if that content isn't relevant or in, isn't correct or that can be, uh, have a two meaning of that particular word sometimes, um, then it may result here uh, a high cost on the clicks but no conversion. so um, and then the, the next stage for uh, us would to be would be to look at what keywords not converting and then adding them to a the negative. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the approach I would take. Um, so um, I didn't quite directly answer your question, but I, I'm just going around and the approach I would take on that particular subject.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean you you have answered it in the sense that you want to do ev- absolutely everything that you can to make sure that you're only showing up for relevant searches so you Sorry. wouldn't have a low conversion rate to negatively impact organic visibility. What are when you open a, an Amazon um ad account of someone that you're working with, what are the the key areas that you're looking at immediately to say Okay, looks like there's some low-hanging fruit here. Looks like we'll be able to perform this campaign, uh, improve the performance of this campaign.
1: Right. Uh, the first thing I would look at is search term report. Um, so that will give me a, 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 a clear uh, understanding of what people are looking and whether they are converting or not. Um, and then a uh, next one I would re- uh, look at is a product advertising report, which tells me. a a product being advertised and product being sold. Um, Sometimes, um, or maybe a lot of times, you'll see uh, some accounts have multiple amounts of uh, variations based on the color or size of the product. And you see that a lot of times you'll click on one and then they convert another. So it's just a good understanding through that report uh, is that, yes, there's clicks on that product. There is no conversion, but hang on, there's something else being converted. So there is attribution towards, uh, another product, right? So yeah, search term report and advertised product report will be, uh, the two reports I would look at.
0: Okay, cool. So very similar to, uh, to, to Google ads, I guess, in the sense that you'd look through the search query report and then you'd have a look at the conversion rate of each different page and different, different ad group and ad and keyword and see what's actually working here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And there are various forms, like match types of keywords, like you see in Google Broad phrase and exact. Um, We don't have modifier there. Uh, And broads a lot of times is not a bad one Hmm. when you talk about Amazon ads because uh, the keywords doesn't go um, doesn't go doesn't go towards relevant keywords, sticks within that keyword we gave, but it can uh, result the query. Uh, even if the keywords are in any order.
0: Right. Okay, and and Amazon's pretty good at at, at kind of working out intent and showing your ads, you know, for for relevant searches, Is it even when you're going fairly broad.
1: Yes, it is a lot of times. Yes, it is. I've seen a lot of wastage, but at the same time, I've seen a lot of very clear keywords that we never thought would convert and that has converted. And saying that, I've also seen exact maths performing worse than the broad match.
0: Very interesting. You don't always know better than the machine.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's rightly put. So, what, what, what we do is uh, we tend to, the granular sort of ads uh, is, is a product. Yeah. And then that is a product as an, in a campaign. And that goes uh, to three ad groups. And three ad groups would be broad and phrase and exact uh, match keywords, and let the system decide um, which one performs better. In another words, if I am very new to advertising on Amazon, or if I'm new to advertising at all completely, I don't need to spend hours learning what that keyword means. I just, I can just, given that I have got a, a test budget to play with. I can jump in advertising
0: and start working cool and have a look through the search query reports and see what's what's actually converting that's amazing Prabhat, this has been absolutely fascinating i've got one final question i want to ask you which is we've obviously seen massive evolution of the amazon platform particularly ads and it seems like amazon's rise is is unstoppable have you projected forward, say, five, ten years to see where things are going?
1: Um, interesting. So, um, with regards to this, is again, I, I might have lost you here. Is it regards to advertising, right, or Amazon itself?
0: Well, I'm I'm just interested in the platform as a whole. But obviously, if you if you got any thoughts about advertising, I guess that's a very it's a relatively new um, part of Amazon's uh, product. I guess so. Possibly a lot of work to be done there for them.
1: Yeah. So uh, what I see uh, within Amazon as a platform, we have already seen competition from Amazon on the products we sell. Uh, I believe that's going to get stronger, uh, meaning there is going to be a lot more competition from Amazon uh, with the products we sell. Um, it's because Amazon generally knows or knows what sells better, and they they try and c- create their own brand.
0: Mm. So uh, you mean and- you mean more of the kind of Amazon Basics range and and stuff like that, picking off different products that are doing well and wiping everyone else out.
1: <laughs> yeah, not necessarily, Tim. What we have already seen is Amazon, uh, Amazon now well some, for some time. Amazon not only sell Amazon Basics. Amazon sells a different brand, um. so essentially you wouldn't know it's an Amazon brand hmm. or Amazon-created brand. It's like a brand like you and I created. There's no different. What uh, I've we've already seen, Amazon's approaching a manufacturer and uh, getting manufacturer to rebrand the product and uh, sell on Amazon itself. So. Amazon is being here a facilitator of that brand, not manufacturing it um and getting somebody else manufacture it. so uh, yeah, so w- we have um we have seen that already, and that is already happening, and manufacturers are happy to do that because if they don't do it, they'll go somewhere else, yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're yeah.
0: happy to do it because otherwise they're screwed,
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 so. I think that's going to um, increase a, a lot, lot in you know next few years. So it's just a constantly we being creative and constantly creating uh, new product opportunities, whether in terms of new product or coming back with the new ideas of uh, promoting our products um, um, on Amazon.
0: Awesome. And what about the ad platform? Are there any Little annoying things that you're hoping Amazon will fix, or are there any big plays on any like things like the echo and stuff like that. It doesn't seem like that's leading to as many purchases as people as Amazon might have hoped. Is there any kind of ad offering that they could tie into that? do you think?
1: yeah, it's it's interesting with the echo because um now we know um, that maybe um, lose the word um choice, Amazon choice. So, this Amazon choice is relevant to Alexa search because any product you search on Amazon, if it's uh, Amazon uh, um, Alexa, and if there's a choice on that particular product with a particular keyword, the Amazon Alexa will buy that product. Right. So, uh, it will be interesting and how that's going to play in the advertising. Will we be able to pay for it? At the moment, it's not. We can't do it, but it depends on the conversion. But that will be the next stage um, on advertising. And same as uh, display ads, uh, what they call Amazon DSP. Um, we have all we've already seen adverts which is not product-related on Amazon. There's all sorts of adverts going on. Now, what we want to see is uh, how that's going to impact our product. So when we launch a product on Amazon, should we look at, creating brand awareness of that product and then later uh, lead that product awareness through uh, sales intent, brand awareness and sales intent and so on. So uh, it's, not a, it's not everybody's um, cup of tea, but for bigger brands, it can be uh, really good.
0: Lots to come, lots to come. That is, uh, that is really interesting. So that Amazon's choice is a bit like the position zero in Google search. And when you say, okay, Google, who is the best PPI company, that answer is the the position zero, if you like, on Google search. And with Amazon choice, you're saying that when you say, Amazon, order me a portable tripod, it's going to be the Amazon choice product, that would be the one that's shipped over. And you're saying, Maybe exactly. you'll be able to bid for being that one. That would be killer, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, the interesting thing is my five-year-old can order it.
0: Yeah, In- interesting, scary, and expensive for you. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Jeff Bezos isn't coming off the rich list anytime soon. Them.
1: No, no, no. He's going to the moon, so you can't stop him.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he needs. Uh, he needs as much. Uh, as much advertising budget as he can get to power those rockets. Prabhat, this has been fantastic. Actually, really, genuinely, super interesting. Um, where can people find out more about you and reach out to you for some help with this?
1: Yeah, so uh, I'm on the website daytodayebay.co.uk or email ps at daytodayebay.co.uk. Super. And
0: We'll get them linked up in the, product, in the podcast description. I, I almost said product description there. Podcast description. <laughs> For that, thank you so much, buddy. Thank you, Tim. Take
1: Pleasure. care. Man. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.